Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Ms. Jules. How are you? Good morning, Ms. Rhonda. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Do, do. See, that's, uh, that's just my natural echo. And it's very sunny out, and the weather's good. Decided on my way into work. Yep, we're going to GFD all day long. We're going to get straight done. Because <laughs> it's your Friday, right? It is my Friday. It is my Friday. Yes, it is. Yep. So sure did, is. did you see what I did yesterday by accident? Which I'm really, I think I almost made my coworker cry. Yes, I saw that you broke a spatula. How does that what even happen? Thinking? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm really well, not that strong, guys. I mean... If, you know, if you have a favorite piece of equipment and you probably used it, I don't know how many times and over and over and, you know, sometimes they just give out. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, it broke at the weakest point where the juncture between the metal part of the spatula and the handle, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and Carrie was like, well, I've had it for 16 years. I'm like, well, that's probably why I broke it. <laughs> We've had it. You know, I've been in the office for over five. Like, there, there's a reason that this didn't work out. Like, I just, and of course, guess what happens? When does it break? When you're getting shadowed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm over there and I'm like talking to, you know, our sterilization tech who we're bringing up to assist. I'm like, yes, if you, you really want to incorporate that water to power, powder real quick before, you know, and you can do that on the low with the alginator. And, you know, then you want to go to high. So then you could really start to pound out that <laughs> alginate and whack, just snap. Oh, no. Well, you think about it. If you're using your thumb and you're pressing and you're mixing that, like you said, the junction between the metal and the wood, it'll eventually over time weaken. So, you know. It happens, poor thing. I think maybe, I think what you need to do is you need to um, spray paint it and mount it for Carrie. <laughs> and put it on like spray a paint it? Like, oh, yeah. spatula. Oh, and I can oh, make a spatula. That's right. And then spray paint it like a pretty gold. I like it. Okay, we're doing it. Okay, Carrie, don't listen then- to this episode. Oh, <laughs> I think we, we might have her. <laughs> cat out of the bag. <laughs> That's all right. By the time she listens to it, you'll already had it made, made him out to hot glue it to a piece of 
wood or a, a photo frame or shadow box. <laughs> That's it. Go buy and a shadow box. This is genius. You can do this with any favorite instrument in the office. If like mm -hmm. all of the assistants Absolutely. really like this thing. I mean, Cirque would be a little bit trickier. You know, that's a really big piece of machine. Uh, that would be hard yeah. to mount. Uh. <laughs> but if you stopped using your milling unit, your, your Cirque unit, and you could open up the lid and you could put a nice flower in there. Like I love that. That would be so cool. You know? Like a bit, a major conversation piece. Like, dude, what's that? I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's her old milling uh, unit. One Zurich. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> yes. We've now turned it into a greenery. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ms. Jules, do you have a post for us? I don't have a post. Well, I do have a post, but I couldn't go back and find it where it was. But it was basically the assistant was complaining or asking for advice, shall I say, she wasn't complaining about how to deal with co-workers that are snitchers. Ooh. So maybe they're a drama starter or, you know, and I don't know what she said they were snitching about, but maybe there's just one of those people that just, I don't know if they feel threatened or what, but they just, everything maybe you do wrong or you're not doing right, maybe they turn around and tell somebody about it. So how, she wanted to know how do you deal with it? Okay, well, you know, you gotta confront that head on guys, cause like subtle nuances or what is that other thing called? When you, um, when you go to say something, but you say it like the other way around, so people don't really hear what you're saying. Oh, it's that thing, it's that word. Not subtle. I don't know. It is. There's a word for it. Oh, it's too early. My brain's not working right. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, yes, you just got to headbutt it. You need to go and say, um, I'm hearing things. I just want to clarify. You know, it could be something as simple as, you know, Betty told me that she changed the toilet papers and she didn't. You know, like, and then, and then, like, why'd you go to Dr. Bill and tell him that I didn't change the toilet papers? You know, it's just random little stuff that accumulates. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, is that we, you spend, this is your work family. That's the way I look at it. And you spend 90% of your time during the week, during the day with your work family. So would you snitch on your own family? or cause drama in your own family, that you do it in the practice. So that's, it's not okay. And if someone, if you maybe can example that if you have an issue with somebody that you go to that person and talk it out, figure out a solution, instead of going behind that person's back and being, you know, a pot stirrer or, you know, a drama maker, you know, um, just really, um, set the example. I think that's where it stems from and, and kind of put a kibosh on it because maybe if everybody stops doing it, the one that's really doing it will stop doing it. Yeah, stop feeding the fire. And the word is passive aggressive. It came out. It's in there. Passive okay. aggressive. Okay. Yeah, you cannot be passive the word aggressive. Say, right. And I, I really think, you know, if 
if you have an issue with anybody or they have an issue with you, that maybe you should approach it at the next team meeting saying, look, I've seen there's a lot of, not, you don't want to call it backstabbing, but back talking about others and about things that go on and, and are need to be corrected or whatever. And that's not okay, but I want everybody to know that feel free to come with me. If there's something I'm doing that's not correct or is wrong or needs to be changed or whatever the case, come to me. I'm okay with it. Because I think if you open the conversation and realize that you have to shut people down like that, I think everybody will be in a better, healthier state of mind. So, and it creates a, a different type of culture in your practice and, and a healthier practice because who wants to go to work? She's this person and she feels like she's snitched on all the time. One, it doesn't make her a better assistant, you know, and then she has angst and stress going to the work because she doesn't know who's going to be talking about her. So I think she needs to start the conversation and kind of be the leader in that aspect. Right? Are you there? Oh, I hit Hello? the mute button and I said so many good things just then. Oh my God, you hit the mute button? <laughs> I hit, there's a mute button. I didn't even know. So here's oh my what you Lord, do. so did I. Oh. Did I <laughs> no, I heard you the whole time. Zero tolerance oh. policy. Yeah. You know, if it happens, nip it in the bud because if you continue to let it perpetuate, it will kill your joy, period and dot. Yeah, I mean, because really at the end of the day, everybody wants to leave feeling good about themselves and if this assistant is leaving feeling like she doesn't fit in or doesn't belong, does she really want to go back the next day? It can cause a lot of physical stress and a lot of mental stress. And like I said, we spend a majority of our life, especially when you invest in being part of a team, in your career and your profession working with these people. And like I said, I, they become your family. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, I've, I've worked with those personality types and the cream rises to the top guys. Like you don't have to go out of your way to convince other people that this person is the perpetuator of all the drama. Like it will show. And then it's up to your de dentist or your office manager, whoever's the, the person in charge of human resources or, mm -hmm. or people, they're going to be the ones that, you know, at some point either have to make a call because if, if words aren't working like let's say that you guys are talking it out and you try to get that person to change their ways and it doesn't work then management will have to step in but they'll they'll right. know they'll see it i mean it's pretty obvious yep. so stop the stop, stop the snitch because it makes me twitch oh, me anxiety i like it <laughs> snitches give you give us poor assistant anxiety Yep. And we got so enough of that, guys. We don't need any more. That's right. So what is your post? Okay. So mine is at a dental assistance worldwide group and it's from an anonymous member. I got the liberty of posting it. So the poster stated, what do you say if your coworker, manager, or doctor ask if you have been searching for another job or your resume was found online. 
Dun, dun. Mm. Yep, boy, this one's mm. It is tricky because one, why are they online searching for other applicants? Ooh. So there's, there's two sides to the coin, right? Right. So why would they be online looking for other applicants? Are they not currently happy with the people they have? Two, the other one is I like to say you like to keep your opportunities open. I mean, because you never know what's out there. Now, I'm not saying the grass is greener on the other side because it's not half the time. You know, it might look good. It might be the shiny object for a moment, but then it's going to dull and turn out like shit. So, but always keep your options open. And so your resume is out there. It doesn't mean you're unhappy. It just means, you know, your resume is out there. And, but the other side is, is why were they searching? That's the kind of thing you want to think about is why were they online looking and then came across my resume? Yeah. Or, you know, they could have been told, hey, you know, I saw Janie's could resume. Could have been told. Yeah. Then it goes back to snitching. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Full circle. You're so smart. That's exactly what it, ha that's exactly how it happens. I mean, if I saw my coworker's resume online, it's none of my business. And I would definitely not go to my boss and say, hey, by the way, I saw Sally Sue's resume online. She might be looking for a new job. Or, you know, and I don't think it's fair if you're in office in the same town and you get a resume from another office of a, of a team member there that you call up that office or if you know somebody there and say, hey, yeah, I got so-and-so's resume. Yeah. Yeah, the good old boy club too. That still happens, guys. So this is a small circle out there. So, yep. yeah, I, I definitely think it's, it's a two-sided, you know, flip of a coin. It could be 50-50 this way, 50-50 with that way. But the thing is, is if you see this person's resume online, just go to them and say, hey, I noticed your resume online. Is everything okay? Are you happy? Is there something we really like you? Why not bring it or approach it that way? Yep. Because now I feel like they made her feel bad because she put her resume online. Yeah, clearly. I mean, she went out of her way. He or she went out of their way to get advice about it. So something right. had to have happened. Usually something right. happens or maybe it's just paranoid, you know, just like I, now that my resume is out in the world, like, what do I do when they confront me? If they find out about it, <laughs> right. But I like what oh. you said, just keeping my options open. You know, I, I, I'm always looking at growth and I don't want to ever say no to an opportunity that might be there, but I won't know it's there unless I put myself out there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, I mean, and there's so much more, you know, the dental assistant can do and there's sales and there's education and there's all these opportunities out there. And she's just, you know, trying to see if there's maybe something outside the practice, you know, or like I said, maybe she's just not happy and that's where the office needs to find out of why she isn't happy or what can they do for her to help her. Yeah. I, you know what, no matter which way you look at it, it's still, it's just, it's hard because, mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to grow when you have to leave people behind and it's, and it's hard for the people that you're leaving behind to see you grow. Right. But some people are just stuck and they don't know how to go from A to B to C. 
to get where they're going. So her doing this might motivate others to say, hey, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Yep. So, just think sometimes. Yeah, it really does. But and there's no right or wrong answer either. I know there really isn't. I, I you know, and a lot of really great feedback come came from that particular post. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a bunch of people were saying, you know, just tell them you keep your options open. Or you know, <laughs> this one person said, "It's that wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can be like in my office and then my dentist being like, you know, Hey, you know, I thought I saw your resume online. Nope. That wasn't me. <laughs> That's my that evil twin. My twin sister. <laughs> yep. With the same name. Yeah. Yep. It's all We're coincidental. Don't worry. It's all coincidental. Ah. <laughs> yep. oh. oh, Miss Jules. Okay. What, what else can we talk about? We have a couple of minutes left. Do you have anything good? Oh, let's see. What else? Oh, well, this week I'm remodeling in my practice and that's real fun. So do you know how heavy a dental chair is to move? It's Um, quite exhausting. Those chairs weigh so much and I give kudos to the guy that's helping, you know, coming in, moving the chair, because not only does he have to move the chair the day before and then wrap it up, take all the electrical and then they put the floor in, then we have to move the chair back. So it is quite the process to do a remodel in a dental office. Yeah. But you know what? I see some great social media come from that. We did one last year and I made this really cool video. Every superhero, like every team player had like a superhero name and I did like a before and after video. It was epic. Like see, it, that's cool. It was really engaging for, you know, the people that hadn't come in in six months or so to see it online, you know, like this transformation and it doesn't even take much, like whether it's just floors or some new lipstick on the pig or whatever you call it. (laughs) It, it, I mean, it's it's engaging. Like people like to see that they want to see behind the scenes. Yep. And we've been painting and we painted all the operatories. We got new floors. Yeah. So it's been quite the cosmetic makeover. We're giving our practice a cosmetic makeover. We like to give our patients a cosmetic makeover, but the practice needs one too. Yeah. So sometimes things change, you know? Yeah. Isn't there like a timeline? I think there's a, you know, somewhere I read an article that talked about how often you should uh, revamp your dental practice. Like I think it's 10 years, maybe it's even shorter than that, where you're supposed to change something aesthetically in your practice. Just to keep yeah, it fresh think, and fun and right. keep your, you know, your drive alive and then keep it, you know, fresh and fun for the patients. Absolutely. Well, I mean, th- and things change. I mean, the d- decor styles change. And I, I mean, I know I paint and stuff every five, oh, three to five years in my house. I mean, if, and actually today, it's 20 years into my house. Oh, happy I've birthday. i my house 20 years. Happy I'm house so birthday. so excited. Oh, Happy house birthday. But if those walls could talk, they've seen a lot of change and, and stuff like that. So just like the practice, you know, they kind of keep up with the times and the, the decor and everything that's going on. You know, you used to have carpet. Now we have everything that can be easily cleaned and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's good to get a facelift once in a while. 
You know I what? Like a facelift, I but. like facelifts. You know, it was neat because just mm-hmm. you were talking about that in the worldwide group. Um, they had uh, one of the posters was talking about having a really tiny sterilization and then looking for yeah. ideas on how to consolidate and make it, you know, more streamlined. I'm like, that's exactly why these Facebook groups exist. You know, like you're, yeah. that's, that's, that's one of the major bonuses is you get all of these opinions, other people that are suffering with small sterilization syndrome. How did they get over mm-hmm. it? How, where did they put their stuff? Like, I loved seeing that post because it's exactly, I mean, it exemplifies why you as a dental assistant joining a Facebook group has amazing attributes, you know, like this, this is the thing. Cause you would never know, like you would just have to live right. with your sterilization the way it is because you have no feedback, especially if you're the only assistant. Right. And the thing is, is you want to make sure that when you like hers, I didn't get a chance to um, respond back to it, but as long as you have, you know, the dirty side and the processing and away from the clean side and you have all those stuff. It doesn't matter the size. It just matters how you're utilizing the space to make sure there's like no cross contamination and that everything is processed correctly and, and stuff like that. And there's so much organization and I'm sorry, the Dollar Tree has the best stuff too for organization. I know. They have all the little things, but you know, if you have a lot of wall space, add more cupboards, um, you know, underneath countertops. I mean, you'll find ways to use every nook and cranny. Can consolidate. Maybe don't order as much supplies. You know, order on need basis because you don't want things sitting around because you don't have the space for things to sit around. Yeah. So that's. I mean, you can work with your small space because it'll work for you. So it's just knowing that you know, okay, these are the steps of sterilization. We have to make sure we incorporate them all, but we just have to do it on a smaller scale. You know, when you look at some sterilization areas, it's like they're like Taj Mahal's. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they have like 500 feet of counter space and like there's nothing on the counter. I'm like, yeah, we really don't need that much counter space. There's enough counter space to make another operatory. So, I mean, you have to utilize what you're given until, you know, and you got to think about it. You're only in there for a couple minutes. Ours is really tiny. Ours is really tiny. I should take a picture of it and, ha- and put it in that post because it is really tiny, but it has a flow. I mean, technically, yes, it would be nice to be one way in and another way out, but it doesn't. We're in and out, in and out. But we have a swing door that with the windows we can see and stuff like that. But we have a good flow and a good system so that everything is where it needs to be. Yeah. You know, I've gotten, I've gotten really fortunate as I've moved around and gotten to work with different offices over the years. There was this one office in Boise, Idaho. It was freaking, it looked like it came right out of like a dental rep magazine, the sterilization room. Oh. I mean, we had, everything was kick, mm-hmm. kick open. So we had the yep. in and out. It was Hands kick free. open. Yeah. We had the dryer, like the fancy dryer, the ultrasonic. I mean, the, the stacking racks, it was just, and everything had like all these pretty lights inside of it. Like I, oh, that was so amazing. <laughs> I, I missed that. Oh, absolutely. It was really, I mean, absolutely. if you guys. If you have one of those sterilization rooms, appreciate it. Because when you don't yeah. have it, you're going to be like in the Julie's boat. Like, you know, working with a small space does make things tricky. Yeah. Yeah. And the best thing is, is just make sure you're filing the, following the CDC guidelines and OSAP can help you for that. So that's really important. It doesn't matter 
you know, the space size is how you're utilizing it to, to make sure that you're doing everything on the up and up. So, yep, absolutely. Oh, well, that was fun. Okay, well, Miss Jules, I, I'm sure you're trying to get All to right. work. I'm going to go take a shower uh, yeah, so that... Three minutes. Three oh, minutes, right. <laughs> well, happy house, house birthday happy, or anniversary. I don't yes. know. Yes. Oh, thank you. And happy hump day to all those amazing dental assistants down there. Yes, pumping, guys. Pump it along. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. <laughs> Have a great weekend Bye. and rest of your week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get to hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.